and we are weak as Ryan. Erin Gatelchus is minlam a rogue of pleasure and downer and heinous are saved in the blue. We are convinced on your book sheet, she has with Leshen Kovidak. Tommy then shot in you. May I just say, uh, uh, first of all, uh, Ian Iliog, distinguished guests, members of the Eroctus, the Olegashanath, Agus Korlori members, council members. Uh, directors of the different organisations are involved. What a great pleasure it is to uh, be here. As I have just said, in Irish we were due to come and then uh, and in March the 4th, a significant day, we both were struck with COVID, so we had in fact to defer. Uh, but here we are. Uh, first of all, I, I want to say immediately thank you to uh, those, uh, uh, I th thank you very, very much to those who have showed me their new homes, who brought Sabina and I through, and uh, how delighted it was to be able to go through a front door with people who were so pleased to be having an accommodation and a reconnection to society. So thank you very much to Michael and Ryan. I think it was... Um, now, I think the first thing I want to, meeting different people, uh, I think that what has been striking me since I came about, uh, what a wonderful example and what we're celebrating today is when you have cooperation between institutions and organisations without boundaries. A great deal of my life has been spent in listening to people explaining how they can't get over the boundary of the institution to which they belong or the rules which died a long time ago within it to which they're deeply committed. So I think that what is extraordinary is you heard John Craddock speaking about how it all gets going. This is an example of really genuine community and genuine cooperation that transcends boundaries. First of all, there is the impulse of Pamela who went on the radio to speak about young people in Kildare who had a particular need. There's the response to going on the radio. And I should tell you this, just so that you know it. We, you, anyway, John Craddock mightn't have told you. I know John Craddock since uh, I was in my 20s. Um, from, he's from the intersection of Galway and Salt Hill, where <laughs> Father Griffin Road meets Upper Salt Hill. <laughs> and his skills were honed at that time we had a real university education, which meant that even the engineers used to come to the debating society on Thursday nights, mostly to heckle, but it was very, very important. But I know him, I, I think there's, there are so many people who are cooperating. There is, as I said, first of all, those who spoke of the need, identified the need. And then there's the, for example, there is, of course, that 600,000 that was raised that was put along with 3 million. There is then, in addition to that, um, there is when Tiglin comes in, which has a special set of combined interdisciplinary skills that looks at the fullness of the wholeness experience, something that must be done. I often think about my time when I was elected first to a local authority in 1974 where uh, I would listen to people preaching the Housing Act over those years and saying, we have addressed your housing needs. Everything was wrong about these 
divisions that are there in relation to housing. And I'm so pleased to be in a place where there's so much cooperation. There, first of all, I say from my heart to those young people who showed me, brought me into the places that there is their living space. I want to say very much to those who went on radio and spoke about these needs. Those who saw as well as that, that it's far more than about bricks and mortar. But having a home, having a, being able to get, is so important for every other aspect of citizen participation. And I, I've been running a Martinov series that is celebrating different, recalling a hundred years ago. And I often ask myself, you know, how Republican is what we created? And isn't it sometimes very much closer to the poor law system that we thought we were departing from? And that's a real challenge. I, I have taken as well to, to speaking ever more frankly in relation to housing, because I think it is our great, great, great failure. It isn't a crisis anymore. It is a disaster. And I think that we have to really think about meeting the basic needs of people in a republic, be about food and shelter and education. We just really, when I think of people, I, I, I said that I knew John Crowder and I knew many more from the engineering faculty in Cook. They're people who built homes and building homes is what is important. It is not to be a star performer for the speculative sector internationally or anything else. <laughs> the look when I went to university at 21 years of age and to train as a, a sociologist. And I, of course it is much more than being about bricks and mortar and it is more than even about shelter. It is about having an address. It's about being able to relate to where Martha Sin, the great economist, Nobel laureate said, about participating without shame in your society, participating fully of being able to take advantage of all the other community things, the mingling with other people, meeting other people. All of this is what is important. And I, I sometimes just despair when I hear. And I want to pay tribute to Kildare County Council. As some time ago, I paid tribute to Wicklow, for example, for the facility that they had, which Tiglin run, runs there. And I asked myself the question, when, I, when you walk through our cities, and within 200 yards, using the old measurements, you see so many derelict buildings, so many abandoned buildings. When you look at half-emptied villages, when you look at villages and towns from which the banks have fled because they've taken their profits and now operate differently. Why can't we, in fact, achieve the kind of event results that we are celebrating here today? And I think this is very, very, very important, important not just for young people, important for where older people can stay part of their community with dignity. And it is all about dignity. And it isn't dealing with a person, for example, who is homeless, a person who is any one of the at the other end of the spectrum with gerontology. It is about retaining your, your dignity. For example, and I'm very happy to say I've managed to survive myself to 81 years, which, you know, well, you start to resist phrases like, I'm putting you in here, and all of that. Older people are not parcels, and younger people are not objects. And if we say we live in a republic, 
Well, let's be Republican in our behavior with each other in terms of meeting all the basic needs of society. Then we can hold our heads up rather than we'll sit. We adjusted the HIPAA law system that we inherited and we tried to put put a heart on it. Now, I think as well, it is very, very important in relation to all the different needs that I have been speaking about to just recognize that. When I had those, the, those young people who invited me uh, in to share the space that they now have, there's so much of yourself that is in, it's something that arises even in relation to the structure of our nursing homes. It is putting your, when you're making that decision, what you can bring with you, how much you can retain of your personality. All of that, these are the real Republican values about how, in fact, you are able to look at another person as equal and offer dignity and, and respect. And more than that, a laugh and joy and know that at least all the necessities are being looked after for everybody. The idea that hundreds of young people sleeping under bridges, and that's the other side of it, I said as a sociologist, where there has been a failure too, because we don't, haven't taken enough understanding of what we know from the research of the very different circumstances by which people find themselves homeless. Sometimes it's a difficulty in relation to row between generations. Sometimes it's related to dependencies of one kind or another. Sometimes it's related to addictions that have crawled up on people. There, some of them are unique, but the one thing that they all need and the one thing that has been provided here is that we can see that they are under the bridges and they're under the, the entrances to shops because of gaps in the relation to the understanding that we have. And that's the great strength, and I pay tribute to Aubrey and all those supporting him as well. That's why you need an interdisciplinary approach. You need to be offered the space for patience and understanding and reconnection. And that's what we have been witnessing today. There's been an increase of 90% in the homelessness of young people. And what is more, in many, many cases, there are generations to say about it is, is that it's, the, the outlook is getting darker in relation to the middle parts of our population. I feel that I, as president, have to speak very directly about this. Housing and the basic needs of society should never have been left to the marketplace. And I I believe something very strongly. That is why my heart lifts when I meet the people like John Craddock and all of the others. There are people who like to build. There are people who know the quality of a slate roof, the quality of dry walls, all of that. And they want to be doing that. It is the mad speculative money that is destroying our country, which we are welcoming, which we shouldn't be. The fact of the matter is, let's house our people, let's educate our people, let's show that no one is going hungry, let's show that there is no one excluded from any part of our society. That's what we should be celebrating a hundred years on from the time we got the opportunity to be an independent people. Our young people are a vulnerable group, but a valuable group, full of sensitivity. And there are great new things I have been speaking darkly, where there are good things. Young people now, know are better informed on science. They're better informed in relation to the importance of responding to living more sustainably, of living not being caught in what's 
Bauman called an endless race to be consumed in one's consumption. All of this is important. I came here today then at the invitation of Opry because an organization that has special skills that were adjudged to be the most appropriate management tenant of a facility that was provided through cooperation of state, local state, voluntary and concerned citizens. And that's what's wonderful about it. I think what is so important about it is this, and my wish as president is, let all the county managers and the directors of services all over the country have a good long look at what is happening in Wicklow and Kildare and ask themselves the question before their next monthly meeting, why aren't we doing something similar? What is stopping us? I spend a great deal of my time, for example, meeting people who are celebrating Ireland's membership of the Security Council, membership of the Council of Europe. But then I have to go over to Galway, where John, and I, where John Craddock and I are from, to address yet again something that is there as bad as it was 50 years ago, a halting site for travelling people next to the rubbish dump out the Caroline as you head to Hedford. And that's something that shouldn't be. And once again, I remember going in and saying to housing officers, this is a scandal. Going out every Christmas for us, if they would ask me, trying to get the electric switched on, or so that they would have clean water. For 50 years, it's like that. And all of the time, it's very difficult. It isn't difficult. It is immoral, wrong, irresponsible to leave people in the conditions we have left some of our traveling people. And if we are to be the Republic of a hundred years on, and we're going to celebrate the foundation of the state and all of the institutions, let's do something wonderful with it all and say we're going to be an inclusive society for people of all circumstances. And then we'll be able to go abroad and we'll be able to boast. And we'll use real language. Even language itself suffers when you're involved in this bogus kind of living about properties are describing as having come to market, as if they're having a conversation with each other to come down the street. It's the last straw when the language doesn't mean anything anymore. There is a powerful word, home. Home. Home is about the outpouring of intimacies and emotions. Sometimes it is only a very simple thing. But it is where personalities develop, where relationships with others are developed. It is a place to come back to, a place to depart from. And this is what our great day today is, offering opportunities of home in the fullest sense of expressing yourself to people that you are offering. I congratulate you all, every one of you, in whatever way you are involved in having provided the opportunity for this reconnection with life. Our society sometimes we don't recognize. I was thinking about it after COVID. We did a lot of good things together. And then we spent three times after that congratulating each other on being wonderful. I think it's very good that we opened our hearts and our homes to the people who are here from Ukraine who are suffering the illegal occupation of their land. Well, we shouldn't have to wait for that to open our hearts and homes and more important, our policies 
local and national, to look after the people we have watched on that we have neglected. So let us, on a bright day like today, make up our mind. There's going to be lots and lots more things like this. I say, I don't underestimate the generosity of those who said, I want something good to be left after in a place to breathe new great life into old buildings. How many buildings are there? How many spaces are there? How many are all those houses from which people left a hundred years ago? Why not breathe life into it by saying the best life we can breathe is the life of an inclusive republic that values the right to shelter and home. I want to say a very, very sincere thank you to all of you for turning out and to all of those who have assisted, as I have said, in any way. And above all, you know, I have said at 81 years of age, when I speak to the young people who have showed me their spaces up there, living now what is for them their home, I wish one to wish them health and happiness. And to all the young people and the other people who are homeless in Ireland this evening, I thank people like Aubrey, and I thank the people like yourselves, the people in the local authority, the people who are doing something about it. You will be remembered. You are the people who are really delivering the possibility. To have a real joyful republic. That's what it's all about. May I thank you on behalf of Sabina and myself for the invitation to be with you this morning. Mila Buikas is from Banner.